Hello, hello, hello. This is Christopher Radiant Fire Radio. I'm so glad to be back with you today. My wife is dealing again with the war on genders. This is part six, the golden age of porn. Wow. She really goes in on this teaching and I cannot wait until you listen to it. Uh, this Saints were really, really dealing with the enemy trying to destroy people's bodies trying to destroy the image of Christ and if you've been bound by pornography we want to encourage you to seek help seek the Lord because there is freedom we do know people who who've been into pornography and they're free from it they've sought deliverance they sought exorcisms and they've they've really battled in it's something when people come out of the pornographic lifestyle, you know, the people who've made these movies and they tell of the different things that have happened to them at the hands of the filmmakers. And you really can get a heart of compassion for them, understanding that no one wants to have this degradation take, take place in their bodies. No one wants to be shamed and made to do these things. Yeah, they make it look like they want to, but deep down on in the, end core, in the core part of their being, no one wants to be violated in these ways. So listen at this teaching, grow from it, gain the understanding that you need to gain, and then move forward. This is uh, episode 20, The War on Gender, Part 6. Listen very closely. Hello everyone, welcome back to Daughters of the King. I'm Catherine Gore. Thank you for joining me tonight. Tonight, I really don't want to tarry um, too long in regards to the subject that I will be talking about, but we will see how that goes. Um, have you ever heard of the phrase, what enters the eye enters the soul? That is a real statement. That's a real phrase. Let's go to Matthew 6, 24. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, your whole body will be full of light. You want that. You want your body to be full of light the glory light okay but if your eyes are unhealthy your whole body will be full of darkness not just a piece not just a part either your whole body will be full of light or your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? There is level of darkness, levels of darkness that it's hard to explain because you just don't understand living in this life, living in this fallen world, what can really hinder your soul your soul um you know we live this life in what we believe to be normal right we go about our everyday business and we see a lot of things 
a lot of things that enters into our eyes plays on our soul, which is our mind, will, and emotion. That is what the soul is made up out of. Um, your mind, will, and emotion, your soul will dictate to you what, which way to go. You know, the Bible talks about the soul, how um, your soul should prosper as you, you know, you grow and you do good things. Your soul will prosper. God desires for our soul to prosper. He doesn't want our soul to be limited, to shrink and to be full of darkness because we can't function appropriately with a dark wounded soul and many people don't understand what enters these eyes can really flood your soul with darkness or light now um this scripture goes on to say no one can serve two masters either you will hate the one and love the other or you will be devoted devoted to the one or despise the other. So when I started talking to you all about um, the sex revolution, I spoke to you and told you that there were three movements that came out of the sex revolution. I first talked to you all about free love I think last week or the week before last, I spoke to you about gay pride or gay, the gay liberation. I'm sorry. And this week, which is the final movement, um, it is going to be about the golden age of porn. This was hard for me to study because just reading certain words, what enters the eyes, enter the soul, that even includes words. Because certain words are too much for my soul. I couldn't, I couldn't do as much research as what was required. Um, but I can tell you this. The term golden age of porn or porno chic refers to a 15-year period, which is uh, 1969 through 1984, in commercial American pornography, in which sexually explicit films experienced positive attention from mainstream cinemas, movie critics, and the general public. So I was born in 1979 and as a young child, I remember certain things being spoken in the atmosphere um, around me in regards to this movement, okay? Um, didn't understand it because I was a young child, but I, I just remember just hearing certain things about it and being a believer I fully am aware that this 
is a no-no. It just is. Many people will argue and say this is not a sinful act for you to partake of pornography or watch pornography. It doesn't hinder you in any way. I'm telling you, I beg to differ. I've seen true addiction to pornography. Anything that you are addicted to, it's not good for you. It's not good for you. Um, If you know anything about sexual immorality, which is what we've been speaking about for the last several weeks, because we're talking about the war on gender and it just so happened that you know, it all fell in the way that it did. But um, if you know anything about sexual immorality, you would know that porn, pornography, is not the way to go. Unfortunately, many people took to this new lifestyle, this entertainment. You know, here... As I'm sitting here talking to you all, the one of the craziest, bizarrest things that I could think of right now, being younger, I remember watching some type of talk show. I honestly cannot remember who it was, but it was around the, the, the age of Geraldo, um, around that time. Um, but I remember... This was on public TV. I remember watching a story about a female who came to, I don't know if she went to the talk show. She she went to some location and her whole purpose was to sleep with as many men as she could. And it was line after line that was filled up with men that was waiting to enter into this woman. It was the craziest thing because they started to report that it was so many men that she had to stuff herself with ice. Now, this is really sensitive to the ears but this is how bizarre back then was at a certain point she was she was a porn star and I don't know what this woman was trying to prove I honestly don't know and then you started to to get people who got wounded from men who knew they had HIV, which is what I spoke to you about last week, didn't tell the women. So the women went out to destroy the men to sleep with all the many men that they could because they got HIV and they wanted to get all the men back. Just just crazy, just crazy sexual immorality. So... I want to tell you all that porn 
really darkens the soul. Um, you become addicted. You can become addicted. Many of the people that I know have become addicted to watching pornography. I don't know exactly what they get out of it, but they themselves have come to the point that it hinders their relationships. Um, it hinders their marriages. Um, I just don't I don't understand it all but I do understand that this is a very very negative thing that damages your soul you have to fight to come out of pornography you have to desire a clean heart and then you still have to fight from what I understand now um they're trying to say that pornography was between 1969 and 1984 and then the golden age of porn ended as if porn never existed again. However, we all know that porn is very much alive today um, and it's so, it's so bad because they have children, child pornography, children who are seven and eight years old that are being touched by grown men being filmed by grown men and this is both men and uh or little boys and little girls who are victims behind child pornography if i'm not mistaken i really don't know what this is all about because i haven't experienced this I, this is not my testimony that i came out of but i can tell you the things that i heard and it's not it's not okay. Um, I've seen where people had to get set free, have a true deliverance from pornography. And those, those, those spirits are real. It's an unclean spirit. It's an unclean spirit. Um, the gay porn has grown tremendously. Uh, you know, this is Pride Month, and I spoke to you all over the past couple weeks about gay liberation and certain things like that. And unfortunately, in research, I found that for some reason, gay men celebrate having HIV. They embrace HIV. Um, this all goes back to the porn. It goes back to the sexual immorality. It goes back to all of this stuff back from years and years and years and years ago. Um, and it, uh, it, it's just bizarre. It's bizarre. Uh, the reason why I'm bringing this out to you is because this is a part of the issue that we have today um a lot of people believe that men are victim to pornography but it's both men and women um you do have a larger uh community base i don't know what the proper word is <clears throat> for men who partake in pornography i don't know what it does for men but i can tell you what i have learned just by speaking to other people um 
as a young child, you get to experience your body grow, um, your hormones will change, and you will start to be curious about sex. And a lot of times, you as being a child, you don't know what you're going through. You don't understand that your body is changing. And you start to be curious. So you start to go to the internet to check out the questions that you have. And as soon as you start to type in specific keywords, y'all know how Google works. It'll bring up all types of crazy stuff that will draw you in. And this is how the young children get tied to pornography. Do you think that the children are going to go and tell their parents that they are being, their eyes are being taken over by pornography in the dark? Absolutely not. It's a sad thing that the internet has such a free access to almost anything and just me and you talking about this right now chances are the algorithm is going to start pulling up some crazy stuff in my phone because of the technology that we got today technology can be an enemy and it can also be your friend and it's it, it can really really hinder you on so many levels but it's a bittersweet because it, it can also help you with pretty much anything that you need to know so make a long story short um pornography has not ended people just um have one underground they want underground and people have now introduced not only heterosexual pornography, not only gay pornography, but child pornography. And thank God, God is so good, y'all, because I'm telling you, it's a lot of people that are getting busted by child pornography because these little kids are too young to even understand what they're doing. Eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds being instructed to, to, to perform sexual acts on other little children or grown adults like how perverted are you anybody who tells me that porn is not perversion something's wrong something's wrong you are clearly deceived clearly deceived there were laws that were put in place for a reason. People try to fight the laws, and that's why they want underground. And God is busting a lot of this stuff up. Um, this has entered into human trafficking and all of this stuff. So, come on, let's be let's be real. Let's be real. Um, pornography is not where it's at. Um, you really need true understanding and then true deliverance for engaging in pornography, whether you were a participant or 
a, a looker, whatever you want to call it, a person who follows porn, um, you really need to have your soul set free and, and cleansed from all of the filth, from all of the unclean. You need this. You need God to come in and rinse your eyes, come out of agreement with any soul tie that is tied to pornography so you mentally and spiritually can become healthy it's a lot of people that have come out of pornography but because it's so bad they had to have a partner to hold them accountable now i'm not saying a partner as far as being in a love relationship they have come out and said hey there's a program and I can't remember what that program is right now, but we had it at our church. It was a very good program, but because pornography has entered into marriages from um, where most of the men engaged in pornography, um, the wives were hurt because the way that that pornography took over their, the soul of their husband, they had to, forgive and regroup and do all kinds of stuff and these men had to be held accountable so there's a program that's out there from a man who went through being addicted to porn he started a program and he i'm telling y'all the program is so awesome how he thinks how he i mean he's really anointed to set people in, on a better path to break away from the bondage of pornography because he knew what it done to his soul he knew what it done to his marriage and he he knew he wasn't alone so thousands and thousands of people um entered into this program and they're all, all of these men are holding each other accountable. That's what I was saying. Like the men would come out and say, hey, um, I have a trigger here. Can we talk about this before they actually go and engage in pornography? Um, because they have come so far and they, they're, they know their triggers and they know what they don't want to engage in. And this is a form of healing and helping them completely be removed from the addiction that they had so the program is set up to be very um very uh productive very successful is what i want to say if you're able to go through it step by step by step and what these men found was they was not alone the things that they were um involved in these other men shared the same thoughts the same emotions and they was like yeah i thought it was just me so it was a lot of understanding a lot of healing that can take place so um i'm pretty sure this information is on google i just honestly i don't remember what it is right now but this is all about sexual immorality. Um, this is we're still in uh, the war on gender, but this played a, a role in it because it was all tied to the sexual revolution age and what came out of it. Now, on top of that, OK, I want to share with you all a testimony from um Where is it? A testament. Here it is. From the Freedom March. Do you all know what the Freedom March is? 
So y'all know last week I was speaking about freedom, how liberation, the gay liberation was fighting for their freedom and how they feel like they can be free to do whatever they want to do. But this is a freedom march that former LGBT individuals uh, prevented, created, and it's for people to understand that you can come out of LGBT. Okay, so this is titled um, A Celebration of Deliverance for Former LGBT Individuals at the Freedom March in Nation's Capital. This was just June 15th, which yesterday. I got this email yesterday. And I thought um, after reading it that it would really help us because we're in the month of June, which is the month for the gay pride. And I was telling you all, I think last week or the week before last, that God really loves the LGBTQ community. Um, he knows exactly where uh, and why they have entered into this type of lifestyle and he wants to set them free. So what you are about to hear is testimonies from the uh, from Jeffrey McCall, who is or was a former transgender who has actually come out of this lifestyle to really know the Lord Jesus Christ. It's very inspiring. So let's go here. This is from CBN News. Um, a group of ex-LGBT Christians rallied in our nation's capital recently to share their testimonies of how they've found healing and freedom in Jesus Christ. As CBN News has reported, Members of the Freedom March group have been touring the country for years, sharing the good news with others and offering hope to anyone else who might be seeking salvation from the LGBT lifestyles. I first saw this last year and I thought that this was so cool because they had about five or six speakers that came out on stage and they spoke individuals individually to share their testimony and what they've been through. And then at the end, they all gathered together and they all stood together and was like, hey, this is the final thing that we want to say. And they each were given the opportunity to encourage the crowd on how they can come out of this lifestyle and enter into a real liberation, a real freedom that Jesus Christ can give. And it was awesome. It was really awesome. So I'm glad that this is still going on. But um, it says this year's event, which took uh, place on Saturday, included live worship, testimonies, prayer, and a march from the Sylvan Theater to the Lincoln Memorial. The Freedom March was started in 2018 by Jeffrey McCall, a former transgender who has come to know Christ and his unfailing love. I love how they put his unfailing love because that is a real, that's a fact. That's a fact. Jesus died for them. Now, this is um, what um, Jeffrey McCall said. He said, Jesus died for them and loves them and wants to give them a new life. McCall told CBN News in his ongoing quest to offer hope to the LGBTQ individuals, this is what I was trying to tell you all last week. The movement concentrates on liberation from the LGBT lifestyles as well as learning how to begin a relationship with our Lord and Savior. 
let me share something with y'all real quick. Um, I don't know if you all know, there's a lady named Beverly Beattie. Beverly Beattie recently was stabbed about a year and a half ago from one of the Black Lives members, Black Lives Matter group. Um, it was recorded live and Beverly Beattie is a conservative. She is a mouthpiece for uh many conserv conservatives. And she was a she's a young lady. She recently had a baby, but make a long story short, um, and she's married, so I'm I wanna throw that in there. But um make a long story short, she was one of the first people that I saw was very bold. Um she was speaking about abortion, she was speaking about the LGBTQ member or community. Um, and she was so bold that she ended up getting stabbed um, one night uh, based off of her being in a place where it just it was just bad. So make a long story short, she she survived, but she actually used to record her ministry out on the street. And one year, I want to say about a year and a half ago to two years ago, maybe last year, I'm not sure. Um, I remember seeing her minister to someone who was a transgender and they showed pictures of a woman, a beautiful oriental, maybe Korean lady. She looked very feminine in the pictures, but as she was standing there, in today where she was at then she had a beard she had a mustache she had all of that she had a hat on short hair and in her picture when she was a, a, a female um she had long pretty black hair I mean she just looked like she could have been a model I don't know but somehow her story was she wasn't happy she ended up um transforming herself into a man and um, God was dealing with her. So when Beverly Beatty started to minister to her, she had already got convicted on her own privately from the things that she was doing. So um, Beverly Beatty started praying over her and she said, I pray God that you will uh, give her fresh skin to return her feminine state back the way that she said it I was like she was saying words that were very simple that you would never even think about when she came down to the skin and returning this was all about her healing you know just praying for healing and all this stuff and I said this is awesome and, and the, the girl was like yeah she was standing there looking like a man totally transformed into a man where even her her voice was pretty much uh messed up but then she she said I'm going to I'm fighting to get back to where God wants me to be and she said I'm no I know I'm going to do it and she was very sincere like her story was awesome but that was hope y'all because people are realizing that when they enter into this community it's not really what it's meant to be you're still miserable 
you're still looking for something that only Jesus can fulfill. So let me finish this uh, article. Um, it says, uh, McCall says, I continue to be amazed by how the march has grown and how it has created a safe place for former LGBTQ members to gather. Um, I never foresaw how the Freedom March attendees would become such a close family of believers. We love each other and we love our common goal of sharing Jesus's sacrifice and love to the LGBTQ community. Worshippers and speakers at the events acknowledge um, that God's loves that God loves everyone, but that we must accept him into our hearts before our lives can change. This is so true. We have to accept him into our heart before anything can change, because once you accept him into your heart, then your eyes are open to the truth. And it's like you can't deny the truth, the deception, the scales falls off your eyes and you're like, oh, my gosh, what have I been thinking about? Um, it, it's a real thing. So the uh, article continues on to say the reason I started the Freedom March was because I felt like all of these stories of people that left the LGBT lifestyle needed to be heard. It sends a statement and gets these stories out there. This movement has created a family of overcomers that understand and went through the same things. So it's built this close knit uh, Christian family. It has brought light to this topic and it's been talked about by people who actually lived through it. This is what I was telling y'all that I heard them speak. It was awesome testimonies. Um, the article says some Freedom March participants have been have even shared stories about their tragic past before leaving the LGBT lifestyle and coming to Christ. Louis Javier, uh, Javier, Javier or Javier Ruiz and Angel Colin um, are survivors of the massacre at the Pulse Gray nightclub in Orlando in 2016, where 49 people were killed. That was sad. Colin was shot six times and survived. And Ruiz says he was nearly trampled to death as people fled the gunshots in the club. Just watching the news as I was in the hospital bed in pain and seeing the names going by, God started working in my heart, Colin previously told CBN News. I could have had been number 50, but now I'm alive and I have a chance to share my story with the world that Jesus can change anyone. That's awesome. McCall says it's important for people to know that the movement is not about suppressing anyone. Rather, it's about God's unwavering love for everyone. McCall said, I really want to send the message to the LGBTQ community that there is hope to say, hey, we were in the same lifestyle you were in and we came out of that and followed Christ. And there's a whole nother life, a life that we didn't even know was possible, a life with joy and peace and freedom. And I think this is so cool. They're going to have another March in October on the 29th at Piedmont Park in Atlanta, Georgia. So it's very cool to see that this is going to continue to go on. So y'all, we are done with the sex revolution and we're going to continue on with um, the war on gender going into another direction next week. So porn is an unclean thing, but there is hope 
There is hope. And it's all through Jesus Christ. So y'all be safe, be good, have a good weekend, and enjoy. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. This has been Christopher Radiant Fire Radio. My lovely co-host, Catherine Gore. (laughs) She doesn't know I did this yet, but uh, I'm so happy to have this teaching go out there because it's I can't reproduce this and this is the reason why I am putting this out here like this because she did an excellent job and there's no sense in me trying to reteach over top of this this is this is what you need this is how you need to understand this and I'm, I'm highly encouraging you to to listen and to really take these things to heart so that you can be the one who helps people be blessed We're committed to excellence and truth as we conduct spiritual overwatch for your soul. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you. Simple truths given with intellectual integrity, far better than Fox News and CNN combined. Please feel free to contact us with questions, comments, concerns at ChristopherRadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Amazon, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and more. Until next time. That was your Overwatch, Einstein. You can thank him later.